0: What is up, guys? We are back with another episode of the Backyard Buckets podcast. Again, we are out on our nightly dog walk, so you're going to hear the crickets and the sound of nature in the background. But uh, we're going to continue on with the theme of the recruiting process and tips for handling that process. This would be the third episode um, of that series. And in this one, I'm going to kind of combine three little mini topics into one. Uh, We already talked about, you know, building those relationships uh, with coaches We talked about going to a school that, you know, is the right fit for you. And in this one, I want to talk about the importance of the school itself, right? And maybe not so much about basketball, but the location of the school, the academic curriculum of the school, Um, and just the the feel of the school. How far is it from home, right? The proximity to where you actually live. These are three huge factors um, when it comes to being recruited, obviously, and then ultimately committing to the school of your choice. So first, we may as well start off with the biggest one, which would just be the pure location of the school. Um, I know for me, again, everything that I talk about is from personal experience. I'm not just making this stuff up. And everybody's opinions are going to be different. So these are just mine um in my story but when i when i was getting recruited um and again i had the luxury of choosing Uh, you know, between a decent amount of schools. So I wasn't narrowed down too much in terms of kind of having to force myself into a school that I didn't really like. Um, But initially, I knew that I didn't want to stay in New York. So I grew up in New York anyway. So I was like, I need to get out of New York. That was a big thing for me. And then I also didn't want a city school. So I wanted a school that had that gated campus kind of feel more of a suburban school where I felt like it was, you know, literally like a campus, like a community within in that school. Um, I didn't really want to be walking on the streets with the public, and I think it just had to do with me wanting something different from where I went to high school, because I went to high school in Brooklyn, so I just wanted to kind of get out of that city. I wanted more of, yeah, that campus feel to it, so that was huge for me, but for you guys, you have to decide, are you somebody that's comfortable being away from home? And when I say away from home, obviously this is going to range. Some people, you know, you go to a school an hour or two hours away. That's really not that far, in my opinion. Um, You could pretty much go home and make a day trip whenever you wanted. But are you okay with going to a school that's, you know, maybe seven or eight hours away where, you know, it's a flight or two flights, you know, or connecting flights and you might be able to go home once or twice a year? And this is a huge question that I think just gets kind of pushed under the rug a little bit um, in terms of the recruiting process because you don't really realize that you can't go home. That often until you get to school. I think a lot of freshmen think that they're going to come in, uh, come and go to campus, get there, right, and be able to go home kind of, you know, not whenever they want, but more often than they actually do get to go home. So you have to realize Division I basketball, and now I'm speaking for Division I, two and three, it might be a little bit more lenient. I went home, and this is when I was in North Carolina, so live in North Carolina now. I think I went home a total of three times throughout the school year. That was the maximum. Most of the time it was twice. It was Christmas and then it was right after the season ended around Easter, I got to go home. And the other year, the one exception year, we had off for Thanksgiving because we weren't playing in a tournament, but we usually are playing in a Thanksgiving tournament. So three times total until the summer came. And then, you know, you get to go home for a couple weeks, but I'm not counting that. So you have to take that into consideration for me, I did not mind being away, being far away. I don't really get homesick. I've never been that type of kid. Um, so going home, you know, two, three times for me was enough. It was fine. I got to hang out with my family. I would get back to school. I loved being on campus. I loved being with the team. Um, and I love being on my own. That's just how I am. But again, not everybody is like me and I acknowledge that. And that's why I'm trying to, you know, just get these thoughts kind of going through your guys' heads as you're in the process of deciding, um, where you want to go because I have had teammates who, you know, they come from far away and they get homesick after the third week of, you know, being away from their parents and maybe their siblings and friends and all that. And then they don't, you know, they're, they're really like marking the, marking the date on their calendars of when they get to go home. For me, I was kind of the complete opposite. Um, But that's just something to be aware of. So make sure that you're self-aware of your own personality and your tendencies when it comes to being homesick, being away from your family. And then also realizing that they're also not going to be able to, your parents are not going to be able to be at your games all the time either. That was the, that was a little bit of an adjustment for me. I'd say growing up, my parents were always at my games, high school, middle school, AAU, all of it. They traveled everywhere with me. That's how they were. Um, But obviously once they moved down to North Carolina and I was still going to Quinnipiac, which is in Connecticut, it's literally 12 hours away they didn't make a lot of my home games. Now, every year they planned, they planned a trip up where they would stay for like two weeks up in Connecticut and they would catch like three or four games, which was awesome. But until then, you know, they weren't at any of my games and that was a a freshman year. My freshman year, that was definitely an adjustment, just not, you know, seeing their faces in the crowd or whatnot. But again, I was the type, I got adjusted. It didn't bother me too much by the time I got used to it, you know? but some players, again, are not going to be comfortable with that. They want their parents in the crowd every game. They almost play worse if their parents aren't there. So again, know yourself, but have these kind of thoughts, um, in the back of your head. I don't think they should be your ultimate, you know, drivers in terms of choosing a school. I think the other factors are more important, honestly, with the relationship with the coaches, um, and all the stuff we talked about prior to this episode, but just make sure that that's in the back of your head as well. Um, number two, Let's go on to academics. So I think academics, for me, at this point in college and, you know, the the game of college and higher education, I think that most schools are offering, you know, the same stuff. Now, most schools, obviously, if you're getting recruited by an Ivy League school, there's going to be that huge, you know, disparity in terms of the education and your future outcome, all that. I get that. But if we're taking away the Ivy League, um, most schools offer around the same curriculum. You know, everyone has the health science program. Again, some might be better than others, sure, but health sciences, education, psychology, you know, all that kind of stuff, the liberal arts. So to me, academics is important, but I think wherever you go, you can make it work. So I don't think that academics should be your ultimate driver um, of choosing your school if if basketball is your priority. Now, there's some players that will go and play college basketball, but their ultimate priority is actually their academics, right? So, you know, they like basketball, but they're really just going to get that full ride, which I think is reasonable to go to the school just to get that full scholarship, but then again, some players, you know, if your are bas- basketball, is your main priority and basketball is why you're there. You're choosing because you love the team. You love the coach. You can't wait to just step on the court. I think that basketball um, can take precedence sometimes over the academic piece. I don't want you guys to get the wrong impression and think that, you know, I don't care about academics or anything like that. But I do think that if you're going into college for, you know, a generic major, so to speak, like for me, I had no idea what I wanted to do um, as a senior in high school. And honestly, the truth is, most of us have no idea what what we want to do. We might say we want to be a doctor, but reality, you know, we haven't, how are we supposed to know? We haven't tried anything yet. So until you get to college, you start taking those classes, you start getting those actual experiences in the field that you think you want to be in, you never really know. And the, far majority of people end up changing their major once they get to you know school anyway after their freshman year they say they hate this or you know they picked up a different passion and they want to study something else so for me academics choosing as a high school senior I just think that it can come second right to to the comfort and the fit of your school because all of these schools are offering this pretty much the same curriculums and the same opportunities but Getting back to the podcast, the last thing, I mentioned it a little bit before, is campus feel. So now you've decided on the location and the proximity that you want. You've decided on the academic piece, you know how important that is to you or not and now we're talking about campus feel so when you step on campus right you're not going to know this until you take a visit and I highly recommend take a visit before you commit somewhere unless you're in a last resort you know you just need a scholarship you need a school I understand that totally understand that but if you have the opportunity to go visit do that before you commit again I didn't take an official visit before I committed actually I took an unofficial I was on campus twice I believe yes on campus twice so make sure you take advantage of the opportunity to get on campus, get a feel for what it's like to be there, kind of walk around a little bit, go see the facilities, see your locker room, see the gym, everything. You don't want your first time on campus to be when you step on foot for practice or for the first day of classes, right? You want to have been there before and have a feel for what you're getting, in my personal opinion. So some things to look for when you do go to visit campus or you do get a chance to walk around is, is the school diverse enough for you? Depending on how important again there's certain priorities and they're going to be different for every person so you know is diversity a big factor does everybody on campus look the same as you do they look different than you is there a good mix of different types of people so make sure you take that into account how do you like the layout of the campus now again i don't want you guys to be too picky when you're going into a school but do you like a city school do you want a school where you can go shopping in the middle of your campus right if you go to yale Um, in New Haven, right down the block from uh, Quinnipiac, it's a completely different feel than Quinnipiac's campus. Yale, you can literally walk to the Apple store outside of your dorm, whereas Quinnipiac, you're in a gated, you know, you got to go through security guards to get on campus. So it's a very, very different feel. And some people might love that city feel where they can walk everywhere. They can, you know, they don't need a car at all, where Quinnipiac is the complete opposite of that. Um, You got to drive to New Haven 15, 20 minutes. It's not too, too close, but at Quinnipiac, you need a car to really get around as opposed to being in a city school where you might be able to hop on a train or the subway whatever it is so think about yourself again self-awareness know what you like and be willing to try things too you know maybe you grew up in a suburb and you want to mix a mix of scenery you want a change of the atmosphere and you want to go to a city school don't be afraid to make a change especially if you're not really sure what you want right so that's why visiting is so important because it's going to help you really you're going to feel when you step on campus and you meet the coaches you see your facility you know you're talking to them you're meeting all the people on campus professors you're going in the cafeteria you see students walking up and down the quad or you know whatever they call that the big grass patch that every single campus has where everybody kind of just hangs out that's gonna it's you're gonna have a feeling of okay this is where I fit or oh I love this or you know what I uh, eh, it's okay I don't really like it you're gonna get a feeling you're gonna get a gut feeling that's gonna tell you where you want to be and that's gonna be the ultimate driver of making your decision. It's going to be your feel. That's why I think visiting is just so important, guys. So make sure you do that. Again making your college decision, the recruiting process, everything. It's its a lot of fun, but it can be overwhelming at times. I totally acknowledge that. So I'm just trying to give you as many tips as I possibly can in terms of helping you make this decision and helping it be edu- an educated decision, right? Not just a random decision or a last resort decision. So those are just three things to look out for, keep in the back of your head um, as you're deciding on your commitment process. So I hope you guys did enjoy the episode of Backyard Buckets Podcast episode number three of this recruiting series. Um, be sure to check out my YouTube channel, Instagram page. I'm doing a bunch of workouts and stuff on there. Also, if you visit my website, Jen basketball, and you sign up there, I'm send out weekly workouts, tips, all that kind of stuff. They're pretty much like a newsletter every week that comes out to whoever signs up. It's free and it just kind of keeps you in the loop with what I'm doing and gives you some, uh, some inside looks at, uh, some basketball workouts and whatnot. But thank you guys for listening again. As always, I'll see you in the next one.